0: Did you hear the big news? We started a private university. We are rolling out a new design certificate program and a master's degree program along with our design suite mastermind. We have new enrollment dates coming up for these programs. And if you want to watch a 10 minute video and learn more, go to design suite slash learn. Hey guys, today I have been thinking about the perfect design business. And You know, I think there are a lot of factors in creating, I don't know if you really want to call it the perfect design business, but these are the key things I see in really good uh, businesses that are owned by designers where they're making a lot of money, they're hitting the six figures and all the good stuff. So I thought I would share some of these insights with you. I think there could be more, but these are the ones that I've identified that I think are huge and really make a difference in creating a great business that feels sustainable for a designer. Okay. All right. You guys ready? So the first one I want to talk about is the um, awareness of current trends and data tracking on those trends. Now. I know we're designers, we're creatives, we want to draw things. And somehow talking about data feels a little bit scary. But all it is, you guys, is tracking of sales. So don't think of it as data. Think of it as tracking your sales, which is, is of course, the money that comes into your bank account every single month. So that's the nice thing about that. So what do I mean by this? Now, if you're a brand new designer, this is the information that you currently do not have. This comes with time and experience. So if you start somewhere new on a new platform, you're selling your stuff you know, in a new way, then you're just gonna start tracking your sales and seeing where that money's coming from. Is it coming from freelance? Is it coming from a, a specific online shop? That's how you're tracking the data. For me, we have nine online shops right now and we have a contract or two. We have a couple of things going on. And so we're able to track the data from each of those shops to see what's doing well. Now, some shops are older than others and some are newer. And so the data is gonna be really different and we have to take all of that into consideration. So what are we looking for? We're trying to figure out how often we're getting sales. Are they daily? Are they weekly? Are they monthly? What's being purchased? How much is the price point? Okay, so those are things that you can track and kind of figure out what's going on in your design business, okay? Um, Second to that, which is related to the first, which is the awareness piece, is the ability to pivot, This is one I do not see designers do very well, and I'm here to tell you that the great design businesses that I see out there know when to pivot. They do it very often before something falls out. Now, I have been seeing this a lot in the last three years, especially because of COVID. We saw designers do very, very well during COVID. And then we also saw designers who really did poorly in COVID. And it was very much dependent on um, what area or trend they were designing in, right? And so because of that, we saw designers doing all kinds of things. Personally, I had a couple of shops that went gangbusters, over COVID, like just went crazy. I'd never seen sales like this ever before. But before COVID had kind of like what we'd consider the pandemic kind of had ended, I was kind of watching trends and seeing what was happening. And I recognized that I needed to do some pivoting in my design business. And you'll see that we do a lot of different things that maybe we weren't doing two years ago as we're kind of paying attention to where the sales are. So good design businesses, they know when to pivot, all right? Okay, next to that and in relation to that, um, number three is reinvention in an era. So what do I mean by this? This happens to designers who have been doing this for a long time. So you're getting lots of experience, you're following trends, you're also paying attention to what you think is going to do well out there. And one of the things that I see is that, and, and I personally did over the span of the last 15 years, is consistently reinvent myself. Many of you know I started in digital scrapbooking. Well, digital scrapbooking is not very big anymore. It was the hottest thing ever when I started. If I were still doing digital scrapbooking, I might be really struggling right now. However, because I pivoted and I reinvented myself, I was able to move into other uh, entities. There was a time period where I was a creative director. There were all these different things I did as I consistently reinvented who I was. I think there is this uh, feeling among designers that somehow we have to stay exactly the same that if we're always this one type of designer, then we should be that type of designer for the rest of forever. Uh, One of the things we emphasize in Design Suite, which is my program, is that we want you to come out of our program not knowing how to do one thing, but to be an overall good designer. Why do we do this? Because of this business issue, which is where we will see designers, they will go and learn a very specific skill on the internet. They'll take a course and they'll be like, I'm gonna learn how to do X, Y, and Z, okay? They learn how to do that, and then the market changes, and then they're stuck, and they're like, I have to go learn something else. We don't do that in our program. In our program, we guide you in certain platforms, but the goal is just to make you a good designer by the time you're done with your year with us. Why? Because we expect you to pivot and reinvent yourself. And by the way, a designer, just like life, we spend time growing, changing, living experiences that do change us. So that reinvention usually happens very naturally. Sometimes they do coincide with personal events as we're kind of figuring things out. Let me give you an example of that. When I moved into my current house, which is about three years ago now, this house had tons of fireplaces. My previous house had zero fireplaces. Guess what I spent a lot of time making? stuff for fireplaces. So like buntings, houses for my mantles. I mean, so by nature, by moving into a different house and being in a physical space that was different, I started creating and designing different things for the space, right? So our personal lives can also help us reinvent as well. Right, Uh, let me give you another example. So um, I own another company called Mini Lou, which is just, we just do digital at this point with that brand. But um, originally it was a physical products company and we did all kinds of deals, deals with 500 independent toy stores, with Nordstrom from Peak Clothing on, okay. And because I had that company, we had a pretty big warehouse space where all everyone who worked for me came into that space, okay? Because we had that space, we also had a space to create YouTube videos. And that was kind of the first time I was like, okay, let's create some some tutorials and some of the things that we're doing so that people can understand, you know, how we are designing this or making this. And during that time I started coming out with these villages, huge villages. So I did a haunted house village and I did a Christmas village. They're actually still very popular on my YouTube channel. And, in order to, the only reason those came about is because I physically was working in a space that had tons of space for us to create monstrous things. Um, And I talk about this in my book, but there was an area in that space called the graveyard because we made so many 3D uh, items. I had a junior designer and all we did was create 3D items, which meant we had tons and tons of space in order to put all of those items. So I think space, our area of life, who's involved in the life, um, in your life, those things all contribute to that reinvention, okay? All right, Um, number four is sales consistency. So sales have to be consistent for your design business to go. And honestly, this probably should have been number one. You guys know, I love talking about sales. That's the main thing we do in our design suite program is teach people how to create sales. And the reason it's so important is because your design business won't stay afloat. If you're not getting sales, my ideal situation is daily consistent sales, but here's the thing. Most of us go through seasons in uh, the design world. There are certain seasons that are up and certain seasons that are down. So I don't get stressed out. You know, my designers will come to me a certain month and be like, oh, the sales are way down. And I'll be like, don't worry about it. It's a low season. It's okay. So if you're not seeing consistent sales, maybe in one season, that's all right. So that's why I'm kind of hesitant to say consistent sales daily, but I will say consistent sales and definitely on a yearly basis. If you understand the seasonal pool of design work, then that will help as well. All right. All right. Last but not least is, um, product creation that is consistent and this probably should have been top of the list as well one of the things that I consistently feel like I'm fighting against when I especially talk to new designers or designers who are trying to do it on their own if you're listening to this and you're you're um, trying to do it on your own is consistency of product sales it is a very difficult thing to do especially without accountability and motivation As I said, um, I've said lots of times is the reason we send kids to design university to universities to get design degrees is because they are accountable because they have to get grades. So they show up and they turn in their work, right? We don't have that necessarily in the design business without community. We've built it into our program. But like if you're just doing this on your own, it's very, very hard to stay consistent over a long period of time. How long of time you ask me? How about 15 years and lots of people end up short around three months. If you're stopping, starting to feel unmotivated at three months, we've got a problem because that unmotivation is going to continue forward. And so I cannot stress enough that consistency in product creation is, oh my gosh, it's probably only second to actual sales, but it's the thing that gets you sales. What do you guys think about this list? I, I'm sure there are more things, but these are the things that I've identified over the years that really create a great design business that is successful, that is profitable, and that brings people joy because the expectation is very, very clear about what you need to do to create a great design business. Hey, did you know that you can visit me at makeanddesign.com to learn more about this podcast and join my VIP group for weekly freebies?